We are back. Another week of Playmakers Fantasy Football Show. I am Peter, a.k.a. Sheffield Shuffler. I have a new co-host. Do you want to introduce yourself, Andrew? Tell us who you are, what you do. Yeah, my name's Andrew Salchunas, uh, Philly, South Jersey, born and raised. Went to Temple, so I'm Philly through and through. Uh, I work for 97.5 The Fanatic. It's a sports station in, in Philadelphia. So sports is my life, man. I mean, my, I grew up. I was the weird kid that wore the jersey to school literally every single day. And they're like, you are. like this kid, <laughs> seriously, this is all he wears is, is Philly jerseys and Eagle jerseys, Sixers jerseys. So sports is my life, man. I'm blessed that I get to do it on Sports Talk Radio. Uh, and so, you know, I've it's taken over my life. Everything is sports. My wife hates it. All I do is watch sports all the time. And that's why I love uh, gambling. Right. So it's, it's cool that I'm on here today, man. And I uh, hope to help people out with some money, man. Yeah, we're giving out winners, right? That's the whole point. Information, winners, that's what we do here. So if you guys like listening to Andrew today, again, what is it, 94.7? 97.5. 97.5. I was off by a couple numbers. Yeah, there's another one, 94-something. Don't worry about that one. Just worry about 97.5. Don't worry about it. Yeah, exactly, man. Cool. Um, you got any uh, takeaways from last weekend, Andrew? Anything uh, to keep in mind moving forward here? Uh, just keep betting the birds. As you can see, rocking the birds right here. Actually, my man Fink, Fink's hoagies uh, up in the Northeast. <laughs> but yeah, man, the the birds are just on fire, man. They're they're four and zero, and and I'm I'm gonna talk about the Eagles later on today when we give some of the picks. And I promise you, when I bet, I don't let homerism take over, right? I don't bet with my heart, right? I, I bet with my mind. But they're incredible. Right now, the only yeah. question mark I had coming into the season was Jalen Hurts and whether or not he was going to be able to take that next step. And he has right. been able to, man. It's been, it's been incredible week in, week out. Uh, I was in D.C. when they when we took over Landover and I, you know, I, I saw them just beat Carson once to the ground, nine sacks that day. So the offense is real. The defense is real. So last week was awesome for the Eagles and, and really the entire slate of football, man. I mean, I think there's a. Some surprise teams that we've seen so far, like that Jacksonville squad that the Eagles just beat. If the weather was nicer, who knows where that game goes? Uh, and then look, I mean, the, the Oakland uh, Vegas Raiders, I, they're one and three now. I, I can't imagine that they continue to be this sub 500 team with Devontae Adams. I think Derek Carr's a decent quarterback. And uh, now that they got in the win column, I think that helps them out a little bit. And I can't wait to talk about Thursday night's game because there was a lot of heat for, uh, for the weirdest man in the world, Russell Wilson. Right, he's, he's, a, he's a strange dude, but he looked a little bit better, man. He looked better. Uh, the biggest thing I think uh, with that Eagles team was uh, that was the first one ugly. Um, they faced adversity. They went down fourteen nothing. They didn't flinch, and you hear Jalen Hurts talking about in the locker room. We didn't flinch. Rain, sleet, or snow, birds are ready to go. I love that saying. Um, yes. But yeah, that's the thing is just they they got hit in the mouth early. And how do you respond to that? How do you, you lay over and, and you die? No, you come back and they still cover the spread too, which was pretty nice. So yeah, it made a lot um, of people happy. Made a lot yeah, of people happy, myself included. They faced uh, faced some adversity, came back and got a, a nice win. So I like that they can win, you know, ugly games as well. So that was a great takeaway. But tomorrow we got Thursday night football. Um, I want to let you go first and tell me what you got here um, in this Thursday night football game. Yeah, man, I can't wait. This is going to be a great one. Uh, you know, we got the news earlier today that Jonathan Taylor's out for the Colts. So where's their offense? I know Matt Ryan threw for over 300 yards last week, but I don't buy it. He looks like an old man. I never really liked him in Atlanta, to be honest with you, but he looks like an old man out there. And I give him credit. He had a nice week last week, but you lose Jonathan Taylor, 
you're not just putting eight men in the box anymore, right? It's not like Denver's just going to load up on the line of scrimmage. They're going to they'll play Matt Ryan the pass and make him have to beat him with his arm. And then you go, all right, what are they going to do on the ground? Is Naheem Hines really going to kill them? I don't think so. So I love Denver in this game, man. I know the line's three and a half, and you know I'm sure I'm sure the number's going to change a little bit. Uh, if you want to mess around, this is what I do. I love going SGPs. If you know, the more and more you watch this show, the more and more you'll learn that I love messing around with same game parlay. So I always move the spread around a little bit. So you see on the screen, I have actually the Broncos two and a half. I'm going to buy it down a little bit so the value's not as great. But when you do an SGP, you're coming out with some good odds anyway. So in the game in general, I do like Denver. You want to just go money line and be safe? Go, go Denver because they're not as banged up. They don't have their best player out like the Colts do offensively with Jonathan Taylor. Uh, and I, like I said, Russ looked better last week. I know he's got the shoulder thing that everybody's going to keep an eye on, but he's got so many weapons. I think that was kind of that first week where you saw maybe that coming out party for Russell Wilson in Denver. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say, it, you know, Broncos country, let's ride. Like, let's ride. I think I think they win wow. this week, man. We haven't they heard that enough either. No, no, which is probably yeah. an okay thing. He's so corny, man. Like, I love the dude as a quarterback. I wanted him here. I wanted him to tra- the Eagles to trade for him. But he's the corniest mm-hmm. man in the world. I am going on the opposite side of you there, Andrew. I do like the points with uh, Indianapolis. I know we mentioned uh, Jonathan Taylor being out, but also Javante Williams. Javante Williams is lost as well. So they had to go and sign Latavius Murray. They got Mike Boone to replace him, who's going to do some work with Melvin Gordon, who is averaging 5.2 fantasy points per game. So I'm not worried about Melvin Gordon. Also, Nathaniel Hackett, do you trust that guy? No. no for no. me, the answer is no. Um, I'm looking at Russell Westbrook, four touchdowns, one interception on the season. Nothing impressive. Denver ranks 18th in rushing yards per game and 18th in opponent rushing yards per game. So they are the definition of mid, as the kids like to say. Um, Jonathan Taylor's out. I don't care. I think Naheem Hines does feast. Um, and that's kind of where I am seeing it right now. Also Colts. Um, I'm sorry. Broncos have only covered once this season. Colts have covered twice. Nothing spectacular, but for me and for that money, I do like that three, especially that number you bought it down. And I think that is going to be a big difference. Um, obviously I'm okay with that push and I do like the points with the Colts. Yeah. It's, it's funny, right? So you, you, your diatribe right there. You talked about Melvin Gordon. I actually trust the dude this week. I know his mm-hmm. biggest issue right now has been fumbling the football, which is why those fantasy numbers are down. He's been fumbling the football last week. He had the crazy play. Kevin Harlan's insane on, on the call. The guy brings it back for, for Vegas, scores the touchdown. And look, I know you can't really trust the dude who's got fumbleitis this year, but I do like his over and rushing yards. Now, I haven't seen it just yet exactly. It's, it's bounced around. I've seen it at 55 and a half. I've seen it at 58 and a half. The book I use is at 57 and a half. So I do actually like the Melvin Gordon over. And here's what I do. Like, I'm sure you do the same thing. Before odds come out, you try to do in your own head, right? Like, where are they going to put this guy? I actually put Mm -hmm. Melvin Gordon in my own brain at 54 and a half. That was my guess before I even saw it today. And so I said, all right, if I'm going to do an SGP, because I brought down that line at two and a half, I'll buy up the Melvin Gordon 60 plus rushing yards, which is going to give you right around plus 100, right? So mm-hmm. I was going to do that to begin with before I even saw what the total was. 57 and a half. I like it. Again, Russell Wilson, the shoulders bothering him a little bit right now. So they might have to rely on Gordon. And because Gordon hasn't been that workhorse because they got Javante Williams. And now that he's out, I imagine Gordon's got some decent fresh legs. It's a short week, right? We all know mm-hmm. it's tough to play on a Thursday night in the NFL for both offense and defense. But because 
he may have some fresher legs going into this game against a, a Colts defense. I actually do like Gordon's production value this week. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the other uh, running back there with Naheem Hines um, for the reasons that uh, it's set at 35 and a half. He's gone under this five and a half, four out of four games this season. So why would I go with it? Because this is the game. It all changes tomorrow. He's tasked with owning the backfield, getting the workload, um, facing this Broncos defense that is very middle of the road. So I think that's the reason why I do like that over 35. That's a very manageable number for a, a very good running back who gets a lot of passes in the backfield, but I think he's going to manage a lot of the workload behind the line of scrimmage. And um, yeah, I think that's priced right where it should be. Yeah, I'll give you I'll give you one more prop before we move on. Uh, Jared Judy last week, it looked like Russ and Judy really started to get that connection. I love Judy for an anytime toddy this weekend. I mean, it looked like for a little bit it was it was Russ and Sutton, Russ and Sutton. But you saw it last week and really in crunch time too where they were trying to come back against Vegas and he started looking at Judy's way a lot. I got Judy on my fantasy team too, right? So I'm paying close attention. I wouldn't mind if he got in the end zone. It would help me out a little bit. My squad's struggling this year. So I do like Judy score a touchdown anytime. It's, it's plus 220 uh, depending on where you're looking at it, but it's right around there. But Sutton actually has better odds to score a touchdown but I do like Judy, and that's what I'm going to put in my SGP. I always throw an anytime touchdown in whatever makes sense, right? You're not just doing it like, mm. whoa, the odds are plus 9,000. I'm going to throw this in here for, for good value. It actually makes sense that Judy could score a touchdown. Again, Russ and him, they connected a little bit more this past weekend. So I love Judy to get in the end zone on Thursday night. Beautiful, guys. That is the Thursday night game tomorrow. Those are our plays for the Thursday night games. We're going to take a look at the Sunday games. Um, first game I'm looking at here is I like the Dolphins at minus three against the Jets. Why? Teddy two gloves. Teddy covers. Yeah. Teddy Bridgewater is a sports better's favorite quarterback. Why? 63 games uh, in his career. 42-20-1 against the spread. That's a 66.6 percentage that he covers the spread. Lovely. I love Teddy Bridgewater. Um, he's going to get the ball to his playmakers just like he has in every offense he's played in. Miami is 2-2 two and two against the spread this season. Jets are struggling to have success on the ground. They have a total of 33% rushing, uh, less rushing yards than league average. They rank 28th in rushing yards. Forcing this MILF hunter to throw 36 times a game is a recipe for disaster. I think uh, the Miami defense can feast on a lot of his mistakes. He's still a young quarterback, and I like that three, I like that at uh, minus three. Again, Teddy Bridgewater, the key here is getting the ball to his playmakers in open space. I don't think that's that much of an issue against this Jets defense. You know, I, I love this pick of yours. I actually have Teddy Bridgewater as a potential DFS quarterback because he's, he's one of these guys that's not as high-priced. Dude, he's got Tyree Kill. And if Jalen Waddle's healthy, right? Like, look, it's not like he has to do much. He had just under 200 yards passing this past weekend after the, you know, the Dolphins completely screwed up the situation with Tua Tagovailoa, which is just awful. I hope that yeah. guy's all right. I hope he's alive because the yeah. Dolphins are morons for that. Uh, but Teddy Bridgewater stepped right in. He almost had 200 yards passing. Just he got thrown into the game because he goes, oh, Tyree Kill, you, you can get 150 yards receiving just like that. So I actually like uh, that pick a lot for you, Dolphins, to cover the three. And I do think Teddy Bridgewater might be a sneaky pick for a DFS if you want to go cheaper at quarterback. And then, of course, higher mm -hmm. price running back and, and wide receiver. Uh, I'm going to rep the birds this weekend to cover the five and a half. And like I said, I don't bet with my heart, okay? I never do because why would you do that if you're going to lose money? 
the Eagles have looked lethal. And I've watched yeah. a lot of these Cardinals games. This is what I do, right? So I do sports talk for a living. So I have to try to pay attention to the upcoming opponents. So last week, Eagles game was done, and I got to pay attention a lot to that Cardinals game. And I've watched a couple of Cardinals games this year. Kyler Murray's been fantastic in the second half. First mm-hmm. half, he's, he's been you know, suspect. He hasn't been great. He does more and more with his legs, so he's still a nice little fantasy quarterback to have. But the Eagles aren't a team that are going to let you come back. Ever since that week one matchup against Detroit where they took their foot off the gas pedal and the Lions came back and, and the sun god, Amon Ross St. Brown, was great. Yeah, was such a cool name. Oh, yeah, it was, it was an awesome game unless you, know, you had the Eagles. Uh, but we won't talk about that one. But I do love the birds to cover this one, man. I think five and a half is actually a low line. I would grab that now because I do imagine that line's going to go up. I would even probably buy it up to seven and get good value on that. You know, you're safe with the push if that happens, like a nice football number. But I love the birds going on the road this one. And I'm telling you right now, there are going to be Eagles fans flocking to Arizona. A ton of it. I know a couple of the companies that do the travel that go out there. They're all sold out, man. There's going to be a lot mm. of Eagles fans there it's going to be almost like a second home for the birds Hertz has been great the offense has been great the cardinals defense doesn't scare me and the cardinals offense doesn't scare me he's got no weapons to throw to right now like my hollywood brown's good and all but that's it your boy zach Ertz has been stacking up some decent numbers uh at, at tight end over there he's yeah, been he's been the Eagles have linebackers for the first sure. time ever like it i cried this the preseason kazir white had an interception on like the very first drive and I, I legitimately shed a tear. I was like, wait a minute. We got, mm-hmm. we got linebackers in Philly? Yeah. It's not Alex Singleton. It's not these CFL guys. I got legit NFL linebackers. I shed a tear, mm-hmm. man. I'm telling you. Yeah, and that was that's the thing is, um, you know, there's going to be a lot of production. I was just saying with Zach Ertz, with the missing of uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he's been the beneficiary from that lackluster uh, you know, wide receiving core be- because uh, he's been missing. So I do like that. I I mean, like I said, dude, I have jumped on this Eagles bandwagon like because I moved here last year. Obviously, I'm born and raised from Chicago, but this area is birds crazy. Phillies, I mean, it's such a good sports town. And they are, like you said, they are lethal on all sides of the ball too. I mean, two of the best corners, you can argue, on, on defense as well with Bradbury and Slay. Um, dangerous, right? Yeah, absolutely dangerous. And I'll even go slot corner, Vontae Maddox. Now, here's here might be a good pick for your Ertz, your Ertz props, or whatever you're looking at here for Zach Ertz. Avante Maddox might miss his second straight week. He has been an incredible slot corner. They tried him in the outside. He was terrible. They tried him at safety. He was all right. They moved him to slot last year, and he was great. And he found a home there, and they, they gave him a contract extension. But he's he was out last week, and he might be out again this week. So maybe Zach Ertz can feast a little bit. Because their slot corners out. And again, I talked about the linebackers, right? You actually have line real linebackers for the Eagles mm-hmm. for once, but I'm sure Ertz will get his. And he's going up against his old team, right? So you know right. there's gonna be that little bit of a revenge factor always in the NFL. Yes, yeah. Doug Peterson was on the wrong side of that last week. Love to see it. Um, next game we got here. I like the Chargers inside of a field goal against the Browns. I love this inside of a field goal. Um, Cleveland can pound the ball, right? They got an elite backfield. Um, Chargers don't have a t- terrible run defense. They rank uh, 14th in opponent rushing yards per game. Chargers are the opposite. Chargers have 35% more passing yards than league average. They're very obviously high-powered throwing offense, but Cleveland doesn't have a par- terrible pass defense either. They rank 13th in opponent passing yards per game. So 
Chargers are two and one against the spread as favorites this season. I'm looking for Justin Herbert to shine here. Miles Garrett's status, I'm not sure. Um, this is going to be a game high passing versus high rushing. In this game, give me the passing with the Chargers at minus two and a half inside a field goal. I really like that. Yeah, I think it's a good pick, man, because like you said, it's it's high passing versus high rushing. And, and if Jacoby Brissett has to try to keep up with Justin Herbert, it's not going to go well for Cleveland. Cleveland's been a fun team to watch this year. Uh, you know, Nick Chubb, he's, he's just been an absolute beast. But if they need to start playing from behind, I think I think that's a very smart pick. I do like the Chargers to cover the spread as well. So I'm, I'm with you on that one. I think it's a good play. All right. Uh, all right. So I got – you just brought up Doug Peterson. My man, look, yeah. I love Doug and Pete. I got no problem there. There's this, there's this weird, like, Philly hatred from the people outside of here. Oh, you guys ran Doug out of town. There's a whole story behind it. There were people not seeing eye to eye. We still got the statue right out of Lincoln, Lincoln Financial Field, the, right. the Philly, Philly statue. It's still standing. Like, it's not like they took it down before last weekend. I love the Jacksonville Jaguars this week, man, to cover mm -hmm. the seven. It's smart because you might get the push if you want to buy it down to a six and a half, right? I always try to look at that kind of stuff to, to still try to win. Uh, if it wasn't for the rain, I know you mentioned it. They got out early, 14 nothing last week. It was a weird mm -hmm. deflected pick six to start the game. Then they're up 14 nothing before you know it. If the weather was different and it's still 14 nothing, who knows where that game goes? I love my birds. I don't know if they come back. I think because of that offensive and defensive line, you saw Trevor Lawrence struggle with the, you know, with the weather conditions, and you saw that the Eagles' offensive line and defensive line were able to feast. But I think the Jags bounce back. The Texans are a cute story. They're always in games. Uh, they put up a deep, decent amount of points. Davis Mills, the giant neck, like he does okay. Mm. Uh, but I think Lawrence bounces back. I think he found a couple of weapons. Obviously, Christian Kirk's looked good. Uh, Jamal Agnew last week had a big, big day with two touchdowns. So I think they bounce back. Doug Peterson, I know him from his time here in Philly. He's always been able to get guys to rally around him, whether it's late in the year when they need to get a couple wins, get into the playoffs, or coming off of a loss. Doug Peterson has been very good in his career. So I do like Jacksonville. They've been a fun team to watch. I don't think they're fluky. Like, do I think they're going to win 11 games this year? No. Uh, but I think they're legit, and the, and the Texans aren't. Like, the Texans, they, they have no defense whatsoever, and the Jags' defense is all right. So I like Jacksonville this Sunday. I want to know the last time the Jaguars have been seven-point favorites. If you could tell me that, you get five bucks. Uh, I had... <laughs> I was, was David Garrard the quarterback? Was Byron yeah. Leftwich, Mark Brunel? Like, who was the, Mark who was Brunel, the yeah. Was MJD on the squad? It must have yeah. been one of those days, I would imagine. I couldn't tell you the last time I saw minus seven. I was like, oh, my God, that looks just so bizarre next to them. Yeah, but they they've been fun to watch, man. And and yeah. look, Urban Meyer's grinding on girls in the bar still, probably right now. And I think he's kicking kickers. He screwed them all up, man. And Doug's just like, gosh, golly, like I love football. Let's let's go out there and play. And I think guys respect it. I really wanted Doug try and pull a a Philly special last week against the Eagles. I thought that would have been so disrespectful and hilarious at the same time. Um, but this is my favorite play of the weekend. It's the Lions plus three. Yes. I think this is one of the biggest mismatches of the week. Um, let's list what Detroit does better. Okay. They uh, more points per game, passing yards per game, passing touchdowns, rushing yards, net yards, red zone percentage, all ranking in the top six in the NFL. Detroit scores 60% more than league average. Jared Goff has been a silent killer, ranking as the fifth best fantasy quarterback as well. I mean, he's putting up massive points. I know some people are saying, 
MVP chance, like sort of joking, but not really. Um, Patriots also averaging just over 18 points per game uh, against a number one scoring offense. Detroit's defense does give up uh, the most opponent yards per game. So they are uh, kind of lackluster on defense. They are ranking dead last in the NFL in that. But what? Is Mac Jones playing? I don't know. Uh, Brian Hoyer? I don't think he's playing. Zappy? If Zappy gets the start, man, I think this is a cakewalk, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, dude, it was crazy last week, right? The, the Zappy going up against the Packers, and the Packers barely sweat one out and make it out alive. Mm. But I'm not about to buy into the hype. I'm with you, dude. You and I were talking about before the show. This is a play that I love, too. Uh, I'll even give you the over, too, 45 and a half, because you could score against this Lions defense. They haven't been incredible, like Dan Campbell, the the cannibal, the knee biter, you know, all that kind of tough talk that he does. Their defense hasn't really shown up just yet. The offenses look good. I mean, look. Ground and pound, whether it's DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, you or me, it doesn't matter who's running. That that offensive line gets pushed. They've been banged up, and yet they're still getting great push at the at the line of scrimmage. And the backs are just like eating nonstop. So uh they're gonna score points. They're also gonna give up points. And it's not like New England's been stellar whatsoever. So I actually like the over in this game too, but I do like the lines, man. They're I think they're getting slept on. I love Bill Belichick. Obviously, you you can't hate the guy. Uh, you might hate him personally, but the, you got to respect the dude. I think he still kind of gets that Bill Belichick love when it comes to some of these spreads. There have been some ugly New England games, man. The the pencil yeah. guy, Patricia, I don't know why he's yeah. an offensive coordinator. He doesn't know what he's doing, even though they did have a decent week last week. Yeah. So I'm with you, man. I think the Lions, it's a smart play. I might even go outright, man, and you know, get, get some decent odds on that one. Yeah. I think the Lions can win this game. No, I would take that money line as well, uh, depending, seeing how it moves, uh, getting closer to Sunday. But I like that winning outright as well. Yeah, keep keep an eye on who's healthy, right? Amon Ross St. Brown is still, still a question mark. He's there. Hawkinson. Right. You got some guys that you got to keep an eye on. Uh, even if DeAndre Swift plays or not, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but like I just said, even if Swift doesn't play, Jamal Williams is a freak, man. Like, yeah. He just, he just busted right through the line of scrimmage. So I like the Lions to maybe even win that game. And my final play, uh, because you and I were on that one, I'm going to give you San Fran. Now it's weird. I, I don't like going all favorites, which is why I'm glad you and I were on the same page with this Lions one. Uh, but the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, head coach, near and dear to my heart, to you, baby. I, I went to Temple. He brought some of the best days of my life. I saw them beat Penn State for the first time since I think like Ben Franklin was like, you know, you know, flying a kite with the key on it. Like they don't beat Penn state. And I saw Matt rule, get the Christian Hackenberg sack him nine times. It was great. Matt rule brought temple back kind of, uh, he's not a good for NFL a night. Coach. Yeah. yeah. For a night. He's not a yeah. great NFL coach and, and we're seeing it. And I like some of the things he did at the beginning with the drafts that he first had really focusing on the defense, but San Fran, I think this line is disrespectful. The only thing you can give me is, all right, they're coming off of a big win against the Rams, right? We always talk about this stuff, the, the letdown game the following week. Mm. Carolina's a mess. Like, Baker Mayfield blows, man. Like, he is he is not a good quarterback. And Christian McCaffrey, who knows if he's healthy one week, hurt the next week, playing through injury. DJ Moore clearly hates his life in Carolina right now. Mm. Robbie Anderson hates Baker Mayfield. You saw it on Instagram before the season even started. So it's a mess right now in Carolina. I don't understand how – San Fran is only a six and a half point favorite, uh, but I like the Niners. And it's a shame what happened to Trey Lance. Garoppolo's a better quarterback. Like, yeah, you know, Garoppolo's, I don't love the dude, but he's better than Trey Lance. And the things mm. that they could do offensively, it's a little bit more expanded. So I love the Niners this weekend, man. Yeah. And I haven't seen enough from Trey Lance to say, like, 
you know, oh, he's the better option. You know, everybody was very high on him coming into this season, but I haven't seen enough from him to to kind of say, you know, I at this point I'd rather have Jimmy G because I know what I'm getting from. I know you can win with Jimmy G. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, and I know you can improve from Jimmy G. Like you can get a sure. better quarterback, but Trey Lance, like they were like, you know, oh, it's Trey Lance. Like yeah. this, this is the guy moving forward. I, I don't know if that's true. And my opinion has changed because I thought Baker Mayfield was a good quarterback. I didn't think he was a great quarterback. I thought he was a good quarterback when healthy. And he is proving me wrong, wrong week in and week out. I really wanted to like support this guy and be like, no, he's good. He's a good quarterback. But it's 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 getting harder and harder each week to to defend that. Yeah, he seems like a gamer, man. And I go, all right, give him credit. Like, it's not like he gives up in games. It's just he's not talented. And and he thrived in Cleveland where they had a great rushing attack. And he was able to be a game manager. But, man, in Carolina, unless Christian McCaffrey is getting 200, you know, 200 yards total, right, receiving and rushing, I don't see what he can do for this team, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I am just looking here. Oh, the last thing. Last, we have a, a DFS or prop. This is by picks. Uh, I'm sorry, prize picks. So prize pick uh, segment where we give uh, a DFS pick or the prize pick pick. I don't have the numbers here, but my pick is uh, Saquon Barkley. So either DFS or a prop. Saquon Barkley, he's at 77 and a half rushing yards. Green Bay ranks 22nd in opponent rushing yards per game. They're averaging 126 yards given up per game. Barkley is alive. He's well, and I think he smashes this over very easily. Yeah, uh, I would I would even say go up. Go up, man. Like if you're depending on what you know, book you use, you want to go like a Barkley plus 100 day. I think it's possible. They're just running to the ground, right? Like that's what they're doing at this point. Brian Dable, I don't think is in love with Daniel Jones. You got, you know, Kenny Galladay's missing. Kadarius Tony was a waste of a first round pick. So they're going to run the ball constantly with Saquon Barkley. And, and like you said, he looks like the old Saquon this year, man. So I think that is a great pick. You might even want to go 80 plus, 90 plus, 100 plus yards because I think he could do it. He's He's been great. You mentioned the numbers for Green Bay. They're not stopping the run right now. No. And I mean, he put up 164 yards against Tennessee, 146 against Chicago, 81 against Dallas. So I mean, like, yeah, these numbers, I mean, he's blowing them out of the water. I mean, he's hit a three out of four games on this over. So I really like it. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'm going to stick with my birds as I've, you know, obviously I love them, but I'm not going to just, again, I don't bet with my heart. Uh, and you can do an SGP in this one because I like the Eagles to cover the five and a half. Hurts anytime touchdown score. When in yes. doubt, bet hurts anytime touchdown score. If you watch an Eagles game and they are in the red zone, there is more likely a shot that he is going to score a touchdown with his legs. And it's not because he can't throw the football. We're seeing him take that next step this forward this, you know, this year. But he still, you know, he tucks and runs. He does that. And that's okay. He makes plays with his legs. I'm not I'm not crushing the guy for doing it. Uh, but when it gets into the red zone, man, he's scoring touchdowns. And whether it's QB draws or where the play breaks down and he finds a seam and he, get, and he gets uh, downfield, he's been scoring touchdowns, it seems like, every single week. It's almost – if you bet anytime touchdown score for Jalen Hurts, Last year and this year, you are up big money, okay, because he's always scoring. It's, it's at the point where it's actually not even plus money anymore. 
but it's a safe bet to make. And I do like his over in passing yards. He came just shy of it last week because of the conditions. Uh, he's going to be inside. It's going to be against Arizona. The defense isn't that great in Phoenix. I'm not afraid of the Cardinals defense. So I actually like his over and passing yards too. So if you want to go a Hurts, Birds, SGP, anytime touchdown score, as well as his over in passing yards, whatever that may be, because it's not like he's a 300-yard average guy. So it's probably going to be in that 250, 260 range. I think he's going to be able to hit that. I mean, look, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Dallas Goddard, a deep shot to Quez Watkins. The guy's got an embarrassment of riches. So I love some Jalen Hurts props this weekend. Andrew, who has the most rushing touchdowns as a quarterback this season? Uh, I believe it would be Jalen Hurts. It's Jalen Hurts with four touchdowns. Nobody has more rushing touchdowns as a quarterback than Jalen Hurts. Um, Like you said, great value on there, especially when they get to the red zone. He's the kind of guy that can just pull and run as we are. Right now, he's ranked as the third best uh, fantasy quarterback for throwing touchdowns for rushing touchdowns. I mean, the guy's an absolute freaking monster. Um, so I love that as well. I think especially those mobile quarterbacks, Lamar, uh, Josh Allen, uh, Jalen Hurts, those kind of guys, that value on um, them scoring every week is there, right? Yeah, man. I sent you a, you know my SGP that I hit this past weekend because I had just Josh mm-hmm. Allen and Lamar Jackson props, right? Anytime touchdown score over in rushing yards. It was an ugly weather game right there was a lot of rain coming up from the hurricane Ian right so they had to use their legs a lot and and it hit because those I mean that's the stuff you have to look at right take a look at the weather take a look at the team that they're playing take a look at the quarterback and you're right man those guys anybody that could do damage with their legs in the NFL as a quarterback they're a great play DFS or just in your normal fantasy league those guys are always good to look at yes all right perfect that is our show that's 30 minutes on the dot Andrew nice job Thank you for all the uh, the insight today. I appreciate it. I mean, I love it. Look, it's my life. That's what we started with. I, I <laughs> lucked into getting a sports radio job, and, and here I am. That's all I do is, is focus on sports, you know, God forbid, every once in a while my wife wants to go to the pumpkin patch. I'm like, I don't know. There's a, there's a you know, I got action tonight, right? We got we got to pay yeah. attention to that because I might talk Wednesday. about it on Philly radio, which. Yeah, exactly. You know, Philly radio. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, guys, we will be back next week, next uh, Wednesday, same time, 8.30. Uh, show will be streaming live. This is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify tomorrow morning once it's uploaded. Guys, thanks for watching. We'll be back next week. Have a good one.